For the Canadian Society of Physician Leaders, I'm Pat Rich, and this is Leading the Way, podcast for and about physician leaders. Our podcasts are looking at how physicians can become better leaders. As we approach the fourth calendar month of dealing with the COVID pandemic, these podcasts continue to focus on how leaders are bringing their unique perspectives to dealing with this crisis. On today's show, your host, Dr. Johnny Van Aird, Executive Medical Director of CSPL and the current editor of the Canadian Journal of Physician Leadership, will be speaking with Dr. Philip Edgecombe. Philip is a trained biomedical engineer and a recent graduate of the UBC MD-PhD program. Philip is a recipient of the Canadian Medical Association Young Leader Award and the Canadian Medical Hall of Fame Award, which recognizes medical students who show outstanding potential as future leaders and innovators of healthcare in Canada. He identifies himself as an innovator, clinician scientist, and dreamer, and speaks internationally about disruptive technology and the future of healthcare. Over to you, Johnny. Well, thanks, Pat, and, and welcome, Philip. Well, thank you, Johnny, for having me. I'm absolutely thrilled and humbled to be joining you on Leading the Way podcast. I've enjoyed many of the episodes. When we talked last time, it was just after the pandemic had been declared. You told me then that you were collaborating on some COVID-19 related initiatives. Can you tell us a little bit more? So I had the opportunity to be the co-founder and co-leader of a group of over 100 volunteers that came together to do our part in the fight against COVID-19. And the impetus to get started on this project came from the real possibility that in a COVID-19 surge, we could run out of critical medical equipment in BC. Tell us a little bit more about that group. Here's a bit of the backstory. So Dr. Chris Guan is a kidney transplant surgeon at Vancouver General Hospital, and I know him quite well uh, because he was my PhD co-supervisor. And in mid-March, he called me to say that he'd been participating in the VGH, Vancouver General Hospital, preparation for COVID-19, and that one of the contingency plans involved planning for what would happen when and if they ran out of ventilators. For himself, his surgeries had been cancelled. My medical school elective had just been cancelled, and we knew there were other people out there that were in similar situations with some extra time on their hands, newly disrupted routines, and a desire to help. So what we did is we knew we had the skills and the network to pull together a team, We looped in Alex Waslin, a UBC engineering student, and we co-founded the Collective Open Source Medical Innovations for COVID-19 group. Philip, what does that group aspire to do? Our mission at COSMIC, as we call ourselves, is to create abundant access to medical equipment in BC and around the world through open source design solutions. We set out to create a community of BC-based problem solvers. We are leveraging the existing global crowdsourcing efforts. Our goal was to select and modify designs that will meet the BC healthcare system requirements and local production capabilities, and then build and test low-cost ventilators and other respiratory support equipment, and ultimately offer that equipment for use. And finally, share what we design Uh, with the world. We've been fortunate to raise about $25,000 in philanthropic donations. And we also recently received the Roche Canada COVID-19 Open Innovation Challenge Award. As part of that award, we were granted $100,000 to continue to work on our open source, low cost ventilator. And so I'd encourage all the listeners from the podcast, check out our website at www.cosmicmedical.ca and help us uh, identify where the real needs are across Canada. When you say a cheap ventilator or low cost ventilator. Uh, What amount of money are we looking at? So right now, the component costs of the ventilator that we have designed and built and tested is $1,300. 
Philip, you're known nationally and internationally as a biomedical engineer, as an innovator, and now as a freshly minted medical doctor. So what perspective has helped you the most in understanding this pandemic? Well, Johnny, I think we are in uncharted territories with COVID-19. Certainly disrupted my life as it has many others. And at the same time, it's created a new impetus for action. The way that I chose to apply you know, my skills, both as an engineer and a doctor, was to try to bridge those two worlds and create a platform by which engineers, innovators, doctors, storytellers, designers could collaborate and solve the new problems that were being presented to us in the context of COVID-19. And so a few of the principles that I applied in the context of Cosmic and and my own response to COVID-19 was the KISS principle, which comes from engineering, which is keep it simple, stupid. In the context of an emergency, we don't want to be finessing our engineering designs. We want to keep simple, simple designs that can be easily tested and manufactured. Another key principle that I applied was the importance of creating a safe environment where crazy ideas or ideas that first appeared crazy could bubble up. And I would say we had one example where Chase uh, Chrisfeld, who's a medical student, was able to invent the key aspect of our ventilator design while quarantined or self-isolating in Roslyn in British Columbia. And I think he was inspired to act and inspired to come up with his idea and propose it to the group, partly because we had created uh, amongst our community this uh, willingness to brainstorm and propose what at first blush could come across as a crazy idea. And then one final principle that I think I've applied uh, a lot in the context of COVID-19 and coming up with an effective response is that help can come from all quarters. We were very fortunate to be able to work with the Arts Club. Uh, They provided space in their theater in the Olympic Village in Vancouver, where we were able to set up our research field hospital and bring together all of our design teams such that they could actually put all of their prototypes in one place. Philip, I want to put in perspective a couple of leadership traits and skills that you highlighted in your last answer. I mean, the first one, of course, was collaboration, but not just collaboration in a general sense. You also highlighted the principle of diversity without which we can't have collaboration. And it's absolutely amazing how the arts community was brought in. The second thing I heard was the word caring and caring, of course, is a very important leadership trait. And then I heard within that caring, you talked about the same environment. And I thought for a moment you were going to talk about patient safety and equipment safety, but you added to that a layer of psychological safety where this medical student was able to bring a project forward and help develop it. So thanks very much for highlighting all these uh, leadership traits. One other element that we really tried to embrace in our group was celebrating failure to allow for that creative diversity to continue on. And so the, the projects that were ended, those members quickly kind of reinvented themselves and joined other teams and projects and made significant contributions. In the past, in at least one talk, I remember you have stated that we are ex- experiencing exponential rather than incremental change in healthcare. Is the pandemic right now accelerating or hindering that pace of change? I certainly believe that our pandemic has accelerated change in our healthcare system system and multiple different levels. Prior to the pandemic, I would say that less than 1% of our consultations were being done 
virtually. And now that the pandemic has started and it's become an imperative that we reduce the, the risk of infection, I will imagine that that rate has jumped to 20, 30, or maybe even 40% of consultations being done via telemedicine. In many cases, we aren't going to be going back because we're realizing that there are many advantages to virtual care. And there are many advantages to, for example, monitoring patients at home and perhaps pre-screening patients to determine whether or not it's wise for them even to come into the emergency. Uh, and, and virtual care may be just the beginning of that is, uh, is we're going more and more towards practicing deep medicine. And, and I know you have some thoughts about teleophthalmology. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? Yes, the concept of deep medicine is an absolutely fascinating one. It's largely a term that's been coined by Dr. Eric Topol, who's a medical futurist. And effectively, the concept of deep medicine involves having a deep understanding of the patient via a digitization of their healthcare data, then applying deep learning to that digitized healthcare data of the patient, and finally using and creating a space for deep empathy between physician and the patient. And that's the kind of medicine that I aspire to practice. And interestingly, I recently had the opportunity to listen to a, a podcast interview with Dr. Ike Ahmed, who's a leader in the teleophthalmology world, and uh, another physician, Dr. Quinn Wang. And they were discussing how teleophthalmology has taken the world of ophthalmology by storm in the context of COVID-19. And that in that setting, patients are effectively being seen by a technician and all of their data is being digitized and then sent to the physician for review. And then the physician, the ophthalmologist then has a video call or phone call with the patient. And interestingly, both of those doctors were saying that because they had all of the data collected before they saw the patient, they felt that they were able to have a much more genuine conversation with the, the patient and play the role of a, a trusted advisor, uh, as opposed to a technician collecting all of the information while trying to have a conversation with the, the patient at the same time. When you look at the current situation from your unique perspective, where are you seeing leadership in dealing with this crisis? Well, I think we've seen incredible leadership on the front lines from all sorts of healthcare providers who have been willing to step up and in many cases risk their lives to care for COVID-19 patients. And then secondly, I've been really impressed by some of the work of my fellow medical students at UBC who started the BC COVID-19 Medical Student Response Team and effectively they came together and created a central repository of opportunities for which medical students could participate in to help in the response to COVID-19. So, so far, what are some of the key learnings that you're taking away from the pandemic? One, it reaffirms to me the incredible opportunity that we have the healthcare providers uh, and the incredibly important role that we as healthcare providers have in our society. Secondly, I've got a renewed belief in the importance of a strong public health system. COVID-19 has certainly uh, reaffirmed for all of us how important it is that we support the health of all Canadians. COVID-19 has been a reminder to me that we can really do almost anything if we have the right motivation to act. And I really wish we could tackle climate change with the same kind of urgency that we have responded 
to COVID-19 with. And I think the final story for me has been one around Cosmic. It's been incredibly inspiring for me to work with over 100 volunteers that have come together with a desire to uh, better the state of humanity. Thank you very much, Philip, for taking the time to talk to me and the Canadian Society of Physician Leaders today. And good luck not only with your ongoing initiatives, but also as a new resident in radiology at UBC. Thank you so much. And now back over to you, Pat. Thanks, Johnny. And thanks, Philip. That's our show for today. We hope you will continue to listen to our future podcasts and subscribe to them through your favorite podcast platform. They can also be accessed through the CSPL website at physicianleaders.ca. Until next time.